All right. Uh, music hits. Hello, everybody, and welcome again from Baltimore, Maryland. Baltimore is so ignorant. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait to have wrestling say the name Baltimore again. When's that happening? Uh, WWE, I think, is in town for some uh, non-televised Christmas shows. Oh, great. This yep. is definitely the time that they should be doing house shows. Exactly. In Royal Farms <laughs> Arena. And I, I still wonder if the reason we haven't had any live wrestling, live TV wrestling in Baltimore is because we have an indoor mask mandate and they don't want to have on TV an arena full of masks because like uh, like their good friend, uh, like WWE's good friend Jim Jordan uh, says, uh, COVID is over. I mean, I don't know. It's a uh, AEW goes to very few cities to begin with. So, yeah, but Baltimore was one of them full gear. Yeah, that was like two years ago. Though. It was my last happy memory before the pandemic. <laughs> That's the when Cody Rhodes got that awful cut on his head and had that big upside down U shaped scar on his forehead for a while. And still not the most objectively <laughs> <laughs> terrible thing to look at with regards to Cody, Cody Rhodes. Right. Yeah. This was pre neck tattoo. And uh, no, this it was it had to have been post neck tattoo. Was right? It? I think. Oh, maybe it was. <laughs> well, there's the neck tattoo and the hair. So like either one of those <laughs> objectively so much more annoying than a scar. Well, it was a great show and it felt like, yeah, Baltimore should be the home of full gear from here on out. But <laughs> Baltimore wrestling crowds always show up. Oh my God. Yeah. We've been to like boring ass WWE events and like the crowd going crazy. Like oh, yeah. we, we went to the, the raw episode where our show, um, uh, was, graphic comes from. Oh, right. They had like a, a Halloween Halloween trick or street fight. Yeah. And we had good fucking seats. Too. Yeah. We were on TV for that whole horrible. <laughs> game. It was Ryan. It was, it was, it was Rhino and Heath Slater versus, uh, the good brothers. Oh my God. Really? Yeah. But, no. but what they were doing was, th uh, throwing each other into pumpkins. It was a food fight match <laughs> essentially, but in the ring, and we all got to watch it. And looking back on it, what a waste of talent. But the crowd was still like, by even by the end of that Raw, I remember Braun Strowman, like power slam, I think maybe The Miz, like three times. But Strowman was a heel and we just kept chanting for more. Oh, yeah. Because we just like, we didn't care that he was a heel. We just wanted no. to see violence. Hell yeah, we're from <laughs> Baltimore. But the crowd was like hot. And I've been to, I've been to... I feel like two pay-per-views at Rofo and crowds were like super hyped for both of them. Oh yeah. I mean, shit, the 18 people that were at ring of honor, the few times we went to see that they were also hype. Right. Yeah. So it may not, not be a full specific. house, but it'll sound like one. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was those dudes that came from Delaware that to see the Briscoes. Yeah. That also like, I think wanted to actually fight. 
Yeah, I, I don't know what was going on there, but I, uh, they were they enhanced my evening <laughs> by them being there. Uh, and and um, isn't it weird that you? I would. I guess I get that, and I agree. The crowd was maybe like a thousand people, but in a bar of five, could you imagine ever saying that those guys would enhance your evening? <laughs> no, 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 no. I would leave. It's just so because no one's asking them to leave, and if and if they are, they're not leaving. <laughs> just so our two listeners, uh, hi Ryan, hi Ron, enjoy. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, know what we're talking about? Happy holidays. <laughs> we went to a, a Ring of Honor show where I think one of the Briscoes had a match against Nick Aldis. And there were these guys from Delaware there, or maybe they were just separately talking shit to Nick Aldis during his, his match. But there are these, like, they were definitely from Delaware. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because they kept holding up a flag that said, um, what's the name of the town where the Briscoes are from? Oh, they're, they're from Delaware, right? Yeah. It's not like Seaford. Something like that, but it was that Seaford equivalent. The only thing I've heard about that town is that like, it is rough sandy point right sandy point delaware oh yeah yeah and so this guy kept holding up a flag of sandy point delaware and he would have like four or five other guys with him maybe it was just like three and Bunch they of tough were, guys from the beach they were just very loud we weren't even near them they were on the other side of the arena <laughs> right, right and we could like i mean the whole show too they weren't mic'd up either <laughs> just so imagine like i don't know just Going to go pick up like a breakfast sandwich, and those th- those like five guys are sitting around at a table. Yeah, no, you'll eat the sandwich in your car. <laughs> I had an experience like that in the yeah. cat uh, in the Catskills. Cat and I went to oh. uh, the Catskills. Recently. The Briscoe showed up in the Catskills. <laughs> the New York equivalent. Oh, I like walk in to this breakfast place, and there's like these four old white men sitting at a table. What could go wrong? <laughs> And boy, they're probably just sitting around talking about how to tolerate and appreciate cultures different from theirs, <laughs> comparing notes and uh, coming up with a plan for the week. I walked in with my mask and <clears throat> I got some, I got some interesting looks and then from wearing a mask. Yeah. And then oh boy. they immediately went into commentary about Eric Adams, who's the mayor elect in New York city and he's black ah. and oh no. Yeah, like one guy just very loudly said something about Eric Adams, uh, called him something that it wasn't the N word, but it was an N word equivalent. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, so WWE is like- the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> So, so the point being, though, Baltimore shows up for wrestling, and we're a show that's sort of about wrestling, but we are from Baltimore. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Mid-Card Mechanics. Oh, yeah, that's us. <laughs> I'm Mark. I'm Gavin. I forgot to do the <laughs> good thing you're on it tonight. How far in are we? We are a good oh, seven minutes. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> if we put thought and effort into it in some structure. Yeah, we've done that a few times and it was great. Yeah, but you know. This time we didn't. It took work. Yeah, it did. <laughs> we already have work. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so wrestling, it's been so it's been a while since we did our last episode. It was since before Halloween. Yeah. And uh it was before yeah, it was before Halloween before before for before Full gear. Full gear. Before Impact Bound for Glory. Yep. With the return of the Inspirations. 
<laughs> that was my breath being taken away. That was the last time we recorded. Mm-hmm. So long ago. It was. We were young and innocent back then. <laughs> it was pre-Omicron. Yeah, I know. We've... <laughs> It is. It's uh, it's not a good time to be alive if you expect to age gracefully or peacefully. Yeah. Or at all. If you're <laughs> or slowly. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, we were over here for the uh, lantern parade uh, to watch the, the to go through uh, whatever it is. P- Patterson Park. <laughs> What do you mean, whatever it is? I couldn't remember the name. <laughs> it's been a long day. Don't tell Kat. She'll get really upset. Patterson Park. Well, it's not Wyman Park or Roosevelt Park. Oh, yeah. You're goddamn right. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> End of conversation. <laughs> um, yeah, but we were out there, and I remember uh, we were waiting for the parade to get started. I was sitting on a blanket wearing my AEW hoodie because I'm super cool. Well, let's describe what the Lantern Parade is. Oh, okay. Because I didn't really know what it was until I moved here. That's a good point. Well, are you going to describe it? No. You <laughs> brought it up. You do the work. I'm going to enjoy this drink. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's a parade. Oh, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> It's, uh, I believe it's organized by, uh, creative Alliance, which is like a local nonprofit and, uh, they are in the theater and, uh, art space and everything. And you're already doing better than me <laughs> and it's a parade. And I think it, um, has elements of Latino heritage to it. I'm not positive though, because I don't know all of the fine details. Yeah. But it was certainly represented in a really beautiful way. Yeah. Because it is pretty much like a very local community thing. Yeah. And, um, so just people will, they just create like parade floats, like lantern parade floats basically. And like these big, like elaborate costumes made out of like lantern material. So I guess like what, like a lot of like really thin papers and like light, light fabrics. Yeah. Sheer material. Yeah. Sticks and sheer material and lights. (laughs) It's, it's except beautiful. <laughs> Creepy paper. Creepy paper. <laughs> Creepy paper. We need to pick that back up. We we watched like the first season and then it was it was October and it was like Halloween. It was just oh, like so good. Can't really watch a show about vampires after Halloween. Oh yeah, you can. <laughs> so Hello um, Guillermo, did you bring more people to pull on my pee-pee? <laughs> What we do in the shadows for our two listeners. Yeah. And Rana Joy probably already watches it. (laughs) Well, not Ryan. No, Ryan does too. And I'm thinking about it. They both do. They seem like uh, two guys with uh, good taste. (laughs) Well, tweet us and let us know if you do. They won't. (laughs) So the the parade also has a lot of marching bands. And it's all done at night. Yeah. Also, it's after the sun goes down and... uh, yeah, the marching bands, you can hear them coming from and the dancers. other side of the park, and they're so good. And a lot of, like, dancers. Yeah. We got them dancers. This is a video of uh, Bernard Pollard from Hard Knocks, like, 12 years ago when he played for Kansas State Chiefs, and he's in the locker room, and he's, like, walking around, and he's like, we got them dancers in Fort Wayne, and then, like, somebody puts this, like, crazy music, <laughs> this, like, crazy rap music on, and he, like does the splits and like these, like, you know, wow. like, <laughs> <tight>. <laughs> I 
It's not what I expected. <laughs> and like shakes his ass and everything. Nice. And the locker room just like completely blows up. It is, <laughs> it is so fucking funny. That sounds amazing. And um, so whenever I uh, think of, whenever I hear the word dancers, I think of <laughs> Bernard Pollard. I've been thinking about this for like 12 years oh. now. <laughs> <laughs> it was so long ago. <laughs> not Bernard Pollard style dancing. But honestly, Gavin, this is like the first Lantern Parade I've actually gone to because usually every year Ohio State is playing <laughs> um, Penn State or like has like another big opponent and it's a night game when we when like we had the Lantern Parade or like we've had people over for the Lantern Parade. This is the second time I've seen it. And I think you were here for the first time. I, I I didn't go out to like watch the parade though. Oh. That's another problem. If it's not Ohio State, it's usually the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I'm just gonna stay here. I've been drinking. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna stay put. <laughs> I can't walk yeah. 150 feet. Oh god, that sounds exhausting. <laughs> just saying it. But so this is the first parade that I've actually like I don't know watched from beginning to end. Remembered. But little did we know, we found out later that that was not the main parade. What? The main parade was actually by the Pulaski statute and No way. Statue and there was it was like there was like nine marching bands and like so many more lanterns, I guess. Oh wow. Yeah. So what what was this that we saw? It was just like, I don't know, the people that were just like, Well, we'll just go Give, you know. These people are waiting for something. <laughs> yeah. There were a lot of people sitting around there waiting there. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's where I saw it before. So you mean that the two times I've come to see the lantern parade, I haven't, I still haven't actually seen the lantern parade. Yeah. Amazing. We just found this out though. Well, well that's sadder for so you because you live here. <laughs> I sounded like Christopher Walken when I said that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So <laughs> we were, we were at the lantern parade and uh, we had a picnic blanket set up waiting for. Well, now you made it sound. <laughs> well, I was, I was, ho- I was expecting a whole parade coming. And so we had the picnic blanket out. A bunch of us were, we out had there. our wives there too. It wasn't just me it and Gavin. Me and Mark <laughs> in a picnic basket and no girls allowed. Uh, no, yeah, yeah there's a whole group of us. It wasn't just us with our wives. That sounds weirder somehow. Um, yeah. So there was a group of us and I was wearing my AEW uh, hoodie and uh, I just hear it's a- like your rebel flag. you wear it (laughs) it is a flag (laughs) yeah and i dare people to comment on it (laughs) and uh uh, i just heard a voice behind me go hey aew and um turned around and i think there was i think he had been drinking as much as as we had I, i don't really remember but we met uh someone from the neighborhood who uh we just kind of stood around in a corner in a circle talking about wrestling and AEW. And uh, he called his friends over. And I think at one point there was five of us talking about <laughs> wrestling. We had just, all of us had turned our backs on our wives and our friends and the parade itself. And we're just in this little group drinking our beers, talking about wrestling the way God intended. <laughs> I, I forget their names, but um, the guy that we were talking to mm-hmm. at first, his knowledge of wrestling was so deep. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. He was like a Tony Khan. <laughs> and I was like, I was just trying to keep up and I was just like, Hey, you know, bound for glory is on tonight. Are you going to watch it? 
being like, uh, I know of like maybe. Oh yeah. And he had thoughts on the entire card. <laughs> yeah. It was amazing. I was so impressed. And all I was thinking about was the inspiration, like how exciting that part would be for me personally. But yeah. And then he, yeah, it was, it was. And then I think we were, got comfortable to the point where like, Mark, should we tell them about our podcast? <laughs> Which does feel a whole lot like, well, while you're here, do you have a second to talk about the Lord? (laughs) Yeah. So we told him the name of it. And then the one guy was like, yeah, that's, that's good. Who, who's your favorite mid Carter of all time? Oh, right. Yeah. (laughs) And I was just like, oh, Jesus Christ. I don't know. I think I said Al Snow. I'm just Snow. a podcast host. I said Al Snow. He <laughs> goes, well, was Al Snow a mid-carder, though? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> That's a yeah. good question. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Um, Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, it's all coming back to me. That and is exactly what he said. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I was so, at that point, I was fucking terrified. Yeah, it's like, well, what's your definition of a mid-carter then? <laughs> so I just went with Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> did, did, uh, did he find that answer acceptable? I think he gave that, you know, if, um, like, if it was like the Coors Light cold six-pack of questions, <laughs> it'd be like, it'd be like uh-huh. one of the middle tier ones, not yeah. one, not, not the gotcha one and not the punchline. Right. You know, it was just yeah. one of those, like. Okay, you know, wasn't so stupid that we're not going to like really react. Good question, good answer. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe we should go back to our wives now. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then the parade was was coming around the corner, and we uh, we left the conversation. And, and what was it that they said to us as we were waving goodbye? Yeah, we parted ways, and <laughs> and we. Heard as we we're, walked we're away. super confident we've sco- we've doubled our <laughs> listenership with these two guys. <laughs> Told them the podcast name and everything. Talked yep. to them about wrestling for literally like thirty minutes. Yeah, really demonstrated that we're a couple of cool dudes. <laughs> there were like there were, we were in like a group of like fifteen people. Yeah, and we completely separated ourselves from the group and Both, talked. And they did with their group too. Yeah, and talked to these strangers for like yeah. literally like thirty minutes. We were the elite. Good luck with the podcast. <laughs> That's that is the nicest way to say I'm not subscribing to that trash. Thank you, but no, thank you. Good luck with the podcast. And we haven't recorded since. So devastated. I know. No, actually, immediately when he said that, I was like, uh, "We're talking about this on the podcast." Oh yeah, without a doubt. I think we were on the same page immediately. Good luck with the podcast. Good luck with the podcast. Uh, we don't need it, but thanks. <laughs> like, I wanted that moment back so I could just been like, uh, we have jobs. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Come back here. I want to tell you how successful I am. <laughs> I work in a white shoe law firm. Like, you know. Ooh. <laughs> for white shoe? Well, I don't know what that is. I don't either. It's not white shoe. It's fantastic. I work Everybody for, has to wear uh, polished white shoes. <laughs> Hamlin, Hamlin, and McGill. Yes, right. <laughs> that is who are. That is like a pretty good. Well, no, it's not as cold. And you're you're no slipping, Jimmy. <laughs> no, God, no, I'm definitely not slipping, Jimmy. There was a an indictment recently of a of one of the city's assistant state, state's attorneys 
And I don't know. Also, it was a lot. It was like an 88 count indictment, I think, for uh, basically like abuse of office. Uh, that was yeah. the general thrust of where, it. Where? Uh, Baltimore City oh. State's Attorney's oh, Office. Oh, this is the okay, yeah, same thing then that I was thinking of. And um, some of the abuse included subpoenaing uh, a former partner's um, cell phone records like 33 times. When I say partner, like a woman he dated and they broke up and he subpoenaed her phone records 33 times. Wait, 33 times? Yeah, allegedly. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, gotcha. well, yeah, so that would be like slipping Jimmy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. It wasn't really a joke. Oh, cool, yeah. It was more right, like, we, we, don't, we don't have attorneys like that at my firm. At least I fucking hope not. When's that show coming back? I think in the winter, and they're going oh, to do yes. part one and part two, but they're, they've filmed it all. Uh, so they just want to make us wait <laughs> yeah. for no reason. <laughs> And Righteous Gemstone starts uh, in Barry? January. Barry's coming Barry, back? Barry's coming back very soon. Oh, I rewatched seasons one and two. I have to go back and watch them again. So we um, we went to the Catskills for a week for our anniversary, and it was a lot of fun. It was... Is that where you binged Barry? Yeah. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> enough of this. Enough of this anniversary bullcrap. <laughs> Did Kat watch them with you, or is this like on an iPad with your headphones on? No, it was on like the the TV. In the, Ooh, in you got the... TV privileges. <laughs> Je- I'm jealous. Well, so like our days were great. Like we would wake up, just have whatever you know, breakfast, do whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I am not do one. whatever. <laughs> 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 I'm not one to like get out of bed and like be really energetic first thing in the morning. No, not at our age. <laughs> I need a few hours to ease into the day. Yeah, <laughs> especially on vacation. Oh, yeah. And so we would like lazily get out of bed, get the day started, go on a long hike with the dog. So he would be done and dead for the rest of the day. Go back to <laughs> go back to our cabin or like maybe we like stop and like have a drink or get lunch or have a snack or whatever. Then go back to the cabin. I'm so relaxed. I feel like I'm on vacation <laughs> with you. Uh, like hot tub. get carry out and then just like have drinks in this cabin and hang out and watch tv and so we watched um billions we watched the first season of billions oh yeah boy that is a silly fucking show oh yes (laughs) that's the perfect way to describe it (laughs) but it was it was pretty perfect because it's it's really hard i think i don't know how i would feel about billions if succession didn't exist (laughs) the two very different shows but they i can't even i don't i don't know why people put them in the same sentence no i mean one one is is very uh one is clearly more thought out than the other yeah well let's talk about succession too yeah so Uh, the season's been good so far yeah i i think the season has been has been great so like billions makes being a billionaire flashy and like luxurious and over the top like infuriatingly fun yeah, okay. yeah. right and, and also they get away with everything they get away with everything but also like are playing like 14 dimensional chess and like <laughs> yeah. see all the moves and manipulate everybody just perfectly they have and, superhuman intuition yeah exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, I see what he's doing. This, these are his next five moves, and I can tell by the way he flipped that business card. <laughs> but same with the lowly public servant who also has uh, an, an internal struggle that manifests itself in very extreme ways. I don't think I'd watch it if Paul Giamatti wasn't on the show because he's <laughs> so good at everything he does. Yeah, no, I agree. But seeing him like with a mistress is just sort of like, really? I'm like uh, a dominatrix. Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> it's yeah. just sort of like, come on. <laughs> you you watched the first season? Yeah. Oh okay, yeah. Well, it gets a little bit more believable in some of the later seasons. Oh boy. Well, I don't know if I'm going to stick with it, but it's um, fine. <laughs> well, I do. I do enjoy it because it, it's just so kind of mindless. Oh yeah, I. That's why I liked it too. It was just you know. With the pandemic, we've had some time to kill, and it's a really good way to kill some time. Season, we started season two, and the the literal timeline of the show was maybe advanced by one week, mm-hmm. yeah. maybe two weeks. Yep. But literally every single fucking character had a new hairstyle and a new look. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> That's showtime for you, though. Well, yeah. So, like Dexter. Think about that. That was just one. Oh, Dexter. Fuck. I don't even want to talk about that. The, um, <laughs> Did you watch it? I up to a point. Came, <laughs> oh, I finished it. Oh no, you. Poor, see, that's what I, I'm like with billions. So, but if you think that was bad after one season, where it's just a normal hiatus where they take a few months off and then they start recording or <laughs> they get out the camcorders and they start recording. They're recording their podcast. <laughs> they start uh, filming the new series. Um, imagine uh, what a, a COVID break would do where the show basically picks up about where it left off and I'll in there, or I think they, they kind of do a time jump, but everybody looks different. Some characters just aren't there anymore and it's Uh-oh. not really kind of explained. <laughs> other than, well, <laughs> and then COVID and I think, well, I'll let you see it if you want to get there. But um, the way they handle COVID is probably exactly how billionaires would see it. Like, Oh, this isn't my problem. Yeah. This, of isn't, course. this isn't real. This is something for out there for those people to deal with. Yeah. And then the other billionaires are like, they, they're the ones that created the problem because you know, microchips. <laughs> right. Yes. They're all tracking us. Now. <laughs> it's one or the other. No, Wait, is it mind control or tracking? In between shit. I don't know. Can you imagine if it's a moving target? I thought like, so is anybody making that argument anymore? Still microchips? I don't know. I've, um, you, you're, you're on Twitter and Fox news. You're more into, uh, Abreast of the news. I set time limits on Twitter and Reddit on both of those apps now. Good for you. And um, it's a real stark reminder of like how much time I fucking, I'd set 15 minute timers. And the first day I did it, I burned through both of them in the morning. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, Jesus Christ. So much time. Reddit. Yeah. Reddit. I, I need to do that. Reddit's gotten bad for me. Reddit got like fucking stupid. Although I has really, it always been stupid? Oh yeah, it's gotten dumber. I think maybe I've just gotten better. I don't know, but <laughs> um, I I guess maybe a lot the more news pe- has gotten trashy too, and like kind of speculative, and the sources don't seem to be. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's like there's not a lot of discretion in what is on the news feed. Yeah, and uh, 
even just let's just say I'm I'm on the squared circle or AEW official subreddits. Um, even there, just like the general comments aren't the comments are not helpful. <laughs> on Reddit, I'd say that there was always up for debate, but it's just gotten even dumber now. I have a group of four men that would be friends with those people then in the cat skills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, wait, hold on. We were, we never finished our discussion of billions. Oh, we didn't. And, and we didn't even start talking about succession. Oh, right. Yeah. Shit. Right, Not that this is it. a succession and billions podcast. Well, whatever. I can play the theme and then it is. <laughs> well, so billions like portrays one, like the storytelling is, is just pretty ridiculous too. It seems they're going for some kind of darkness, but there's like a certain level of camp to it also. Mm-hmm. That like, there's like this cleanliness to the seediness that they portray. Yeah, like um, when Rhodes went to some random fucking femdom bar in Iowa, like fucking Iowa. Well, they got Don't- dancers. <laughs> oh, it's, uh, Indiana. it's Indiana. Indiana. Sorry, sorry. Not in Fort Wayne. Fort Wayne, Indiana. <laughs> it's a hot wrestling town, by the way. And he goes in there and it's like, it's not just like, okay, maybe there is a femdom bar in Des Moines, Iowa. Could be. But I would not expect like a lot of diversity for the patrons. <laughs> and I also would not expect the attractiveness to be as consistently high on a scale and an objective on an objective scale of attractiveness was and the portrayal of this femdom bar that Rose goes to in Iowa. So it's just sort of like (laughs) (laughs) you were gesturing with disbelief so wildly you, you knock your mic over. So it's just, it's an unbelievable show, but then I like that. The one thing that's not unbelievable in that scene is the state's attorney from the Southern district of New York. (laughs) Going and licking the floor. Right. Yeah. Like that part, you don't like that part's believable to you. It's the yeah. rest of it. Yeah, of course. Okay. Um, <laughs> but there was like a cleanliness to that bar. There was like a sheen put I over it. I don't even it. remember that scene. But then you go to season one of succession when Kendall was on a binger smoking meth with random people. Oh, yes. There was nothing. There was no clean sheen to that. If he was licking the barroom yeah. floor, you feared for his life for how disgusting, how disgusting that would have been. But when Rhodes was looking the dominatrix's room floor, it was just sort of like you could see the polish on the floor still. Ooh, it still has that new floor <laughs> taste. But yeah, that's exactly it. That's that was their intent. Oh, really? To kind of have that like very neutral environment that is nothing personal. And it's just like these constantly shifting aesthetics that are subjectively selected by somebody who was paid a bunch of money to be like, uh, you know, a chic designer. Yeah. And they never spend any time there. Right. Exactly. And, and they're also just miserable cunts. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Like just terrible fucking miserable. As Brian Cox would say. (laughs) Yeah. But also succession really does a phenomenal job at like, the storylines in, in succession are pretty absurd. Now it's like, it's not so far from removed from the realm of 
believability though. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, we basically have oligarchs in the country, but like, you know, the, <clears throat> just kind of, mm, what's the word I'm looking for? Superficial mm-hmm. look into it. And yeah, like, re- and really, uh, people who are really worried about accountability. Yeah. <laughs> So, but to me, it's like, it's not intended to be like better call Saul where the details matter because of the world that they've created for the story. This is very much like, and Kat and I have talked about this and she was the first one to say it. So making sure she gets her credit. (laughs) Does she still listen? (laughs) And she gets so upset when I say something. (laughs) Good. Oh, I'm such an antagonist. Anyway. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. So, um, <laughs> so she, um, she and I have said how like, it's a satire. Uh, I think she said, not <laughs> she and I. <laughs> it's a satire. Yeah. Yeah. And people don't seem to like, uh, some people are critical of the story of this current season. And oh, it's just sort of like, you, but you know what those people can do, Mark? Fuck off. They can fuck off. <laughs> Yeah, this season's been fantastic. Like, um, what critical of it? People, people are stuck at home, putting their dumb opinions on Reddit, and that's probably what this is all about. People on Reddit complaining about. Uh, no, this is. Uh, I saw a tweet from a former writer for the Atlantic. Now she writes for BuzzFeed. Uh, it sounds like she writes for Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, "Successions and in, uh, including the." slightly fashy guy in succession is just an excuse to say words like soy boy and beta cuck for two more episodes. And it's just like, you're taking this shit. Like, yeah, he's also, he's using those words because his character is a douchebag and he doesn't even, he's not even using the words like he cares about it. It's just words that he heard. Yeah. Oh it's my very God. clear that like, it's, he's uh it's a very unhip billionaire trying to sound hip. How insufferable has Kendall been this ah, season? Ah, the worst! Oh my god! <laughs> it has been uh, who was somebody? Uh, some I don't remember who. I can't give credit to it, but it wasn't me. So I'll just say it was Cat. <laughs> Described watching an episode of Succession like having a really entertaining panic attack. <laughs> And I thought that was perfect. God, I can't remember who it was who said that. I feel so bad. But that's it. That's it. especially those Kendall scenes. I was like, oh, oh my God, God, yeah. Kendall and his assistant who is, uh, um, okay. <laughs> Just, but they're still there because they're getting the paycheck. This last episode, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched Succession. Oh yeah, press pause and then go watch every the first two seasons and all of the third season of uh, succession so far. Yeah, definitely. And then unpause and watch Narcos Mexico too, by the way, I haven't seen that yet. Oh, okay. That's next shit. Have you watched any of the Narcos? I saw the first one with Pablo. Did you finish the Cali cartel seasons? No. Oh man. I really like Narcos. Yeah. All of them. And Narcos Mexico is great. The Columbia stuff was Anyway, so in succession, um, <laughs> we'll, we'll just have to, the winter's here. It's just long, dark <laughs> nights ahead. All I'm going to do is watch TV and try to not watch the news. You should watch Narcos. Okay. Really fucking good. Um, so yeah. Uh, in this last episode, did it seem like they were all really fucked up on drugs? 
Um, I'm trying to remember. I'd been drinking, so I, my, my gauge may have been off. <laughs> well, uh, like, uh, obviously. What do you mean? Like, what did you? Well, at Kendall's 40th birthday party, like, <clears throat> obviously Kendall was on drugs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shiv seemed like she was on drugs. Did she? I don't remember that. Well, she was out there, like, dancing on the floor. Oh, right, yeah. Or maybe she's just losing her mind. That I think that's what I was, I think it was, like, one moment. Like, when else is she going to have a chance to dance in this world? Never. It'll be at his funeral. <laughs> Tom Wamsgams took the Wamsgams. his drugs in the wrong order, so he was in, like, a bad, shitty mood and, like, wired. Oh, right, yeah. Um, And Connor was just, you know... God, he's, he's oh, I want to fucking punch him. Is so good. At <laughs> I that. fucking yes. can't stand him. <laughs> maybe it's uh, maybe it's my turn to be president of the United States, right? <laughs> and then there's uh, Roman being the biggest fucking prick he's been yet. Oh my god, I feel like so much of that character is just Kieran Culkin. <laughs> I've seen him on interviews, and it's like that's Roman, just. But like the Amazing. the whole company ownership thing, and like Shiv finding out about that, yeah, Ooh. Mm-hmm. fireworks. There's gonna be some fireworks. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> great, great show. So, all right, Wait, do, do you think they're all in drugs though? I I'm gonna go back and rewatch it. I didn't pick up on that. Hmm. I just kind of wondered because like they haven't shown any any drug use, and like except for Kendall. Not this season, though. Wasn't he in the limo? I didn't. Doing, I don't remember him doing drugs, though. I thought Maybe, he was. I don't remember him drinking. Maybe that was my fan fiction. <laughs> so how long have we been recording? Uh, 42 minutes, Mark. You want to take a break? Or, uh, sure. Yeah, let's just, take a break. Uh, let's take a break. And uh, here, you can listen to an ad. Fuck off. on the thing on the thing recording on the thing mark it has been a while since we've recorded so uh uh you know how good i am at taking notes slash going to i'm going to reddit text messages no no not even that i'm going to reddit and looking at top posts this month oh god to see what we have missed from what wrestling oh the squared the squared circle oh fuck them aew official i don't care about (laughs) anything else john moxley Went into rehab. Yeah. That happened uh, after the last time we recorded. Yeah. And it seemed like he was really taking his character seriously. He And he went, he, he checked in uh, right after his book came out, the day after his book came out. So it really felt like, oh, he was holding on to do the book tour. He had to do all these podcasts. He had to not only Meltzer, but like. He was doing the podcast rounds. He was everywhere. He was just exhausted. He his could, his book reads like it was written by a maniac. Yeah, he is a maniac. I know. <laughs> I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just, right. Yeah. I, I can't wait to read that book. Have you I, read it? Just a few excerpts. A lot of cussing. Yeah. A lot of interesting cuss. sentence structure. It's, it is clear he didn't use a ghostwriter. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't Can you even, imagine him writing a book for WWE? I don't, I don't think he wrote it down. I think he just like, they just gave him a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> here, here, just say, he said he wrote it. He said he sat down and wrote. He did? Yeah. 
Okay. In an interview. Well, I don't want him showing up and beating me up. So <laughs> <laughs> he said he worked really hard on it. I, I, of course he worked really hard on it. And he, he said he wants to write another one. He works really hard on everything he does. Yeah. yeah. And including self-improvement. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, and he did it really publicly, made uh, or let Tony Khan know that he could come out and make an announcement on Dynamite just to, you know, help take away the stigma of getting some help. I thought that was a pretty cool thing for some for an unhinged asylum to do. Oh, is that why they did it? Yeah. They wanted, Public awareness? Yeah. Like, he he's struggling. He's getting help. But he wants to use his platform to let everyone know to give it some awareness and uh what's wrong with this country where people would look at that and think like this person's a pussy or like a weak weak are you new here (laughs) no i just that's the attitude era (laughs) describing the attitude era the problem is the attitude era from wrestling it moved from wrestling and now it's in politics it's in the house of representatives they're having their own attitude era it's in the public it's no it's like public discourse yeah it is oh yeah 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 um it used to be that way you don't remember that shit in the attitude era, yeah, like the in the late nineties, early two thousands, like going to get mental health help, you're a fucking pussy. Oh well, I mean, yeah, it's it's always been that way in this country. It's our it's one of our it's our national it's in our national anthem, I think. <laughs> oh, it's the home say. of only the brave, Mark. <laughs> Can you see anybody <laughs> but a psychologist? <laughs> <laughs> Mark, let's do another. What else happened? Danhausen, since we last recorded, broke his leg. And that happened just a day or two after Ring of Honor let all of their talent go. Poor Bassardhausen. Um, and uh, yeah. And so now he's just everywhere. He is also dubbed uh, um, Billy Gunn of the Gun, Gun Club or now Billy Ass and the Ass Boys. And he has a Twitter feud going with them. Yeah. And the the Ass Boys or the Gun Club, whatever they are or whatever they're going to be, have hands down the worst entrance music ever. I mean, you know what? It just washed over me like white noise until you pointed it out to me. You texted me during uh, Dynamite. <laughs> and uh, I, yeah, what did I say it sounded like? I had something hilarious I texted you. you. You cover for me while I look it up. Well, it's like the... Um, Music to the credits of like a 80s video game. That's what I said. No. No. You said something better than that. <laughs> but it's like, it's just so terrible. It's like. No, no. Here, you had the best joke. I said, it's the end credits music for a disappointing made for television 80s action movie. <laughs> but you said it's the musical version of an AEW t shirt. <laughs> Like yeah, that T-shirts are just oh, their T-shirts are terrible. Yeah, also from an, also from the eighties. Yeah, there's something going on there. Like they're just that's the that's the weak link. Yeah, it's like I don't know. It's like the best friends have good shirts, and every now and then you can see that one of the wrestlers has their own designer. Like we 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 got it, but there's somebody who's doing like the Alice uh, uh, the the Malachi. Oh, I called him Alistair. Ma- don't don't tell Vince. Controversial. I know. I'm gonna get a <laughs> cease and desist. Uh, Alistair Black's t-shirts just look like they're like, you did it again. Malachi Black. <laughs> I'll edit it out. <sighs> now that's two lawsuits from Vince. Great. I look forward to responding to that bullshit. Mal- <laughs> Malachi Black. Um, yeah, his t-shirts are terrible. Um, they're just, but they're all like that. There's like, they look like 
early 2000s speed metal. Yeah. And like, but like the kind that you would not, you'd, their merch table is also their van, you know? <laughs> and their van's also their home. Yeah. It's, it's first tour. It's their first <laughs> tour t-shirt. And I don't know. They can do better. This yeah. Too much. Yeah. I mean, they're really bad. Also, designing T-shirts with thin lines like that, they're not going to survive multiple washings. <laughs> Come on. I can't tell you how many times I've gone to shop AEW and how many times I have yes. walked out of that virtual uh, store with an empty cart. Yeah, if you had at least a wider variety of designs, I would have a whole lot more shirts than my... Uh, I have a best friend's shirt because, again, they're really cool. It was best friends as dogs and Orange Cassidy as a cat with sunglasses on. And <laughs> my wife bought it for me, and it's perfect. And, of course, my CM Punk Ringer t-shirt because I am a mark, after all. <laughs> but um, and my hoodie. I guess that's it. I have three things. Okay, that's a lot. <laughs> Don't you have the, the letter jacket, the letterman jacket? Or no, is that your a, hoodie? it's a hoodie. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have a Cactus Jack shirt. And uh, an nice. Andre the Giant shirt. Oh, he can and, drink a bottle of wine at a time. <laughs> and a punk hoodie. Yeah, the punk hoodies, that's vintage. <laughs> yeah. It's WWE gear, and it is not high quality. No. I don't know what the fuck I was doing, walking around the neighborhood, and um, I heard someone say, hey, AEW, and turned around, and it was just a guy who was working at one of the restaurants, and he told me about the CM Punk. I, I know what shirts this guy owns, because we were talking about... <laughs> the merch and how bad the t-shirts were. So it's not just us. Your every man on the street also agrees that they have really shitty looking shirts. Now we're just telling stories. Well, they're about wrestling. Yeah. And the first 45 minutes were not, but you know, it's just a, there's a lot going on still in life. It's also not new to this show. Ron will join knows. <laughs> Ryan will understand. They're cool guys. Well, I'm saying maybe there's been enough of it for this episode. Oh, maybe. I think uh, we're having good luck with the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if I could have that moment back, there's only <laughs> one thing I would say in response to that. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs>